Welcome back to the third episode of the Snug Dan Nerdcast. As per usual, I'm Kevin, and I've got Danny with me. Hello, everybody. And we're going to talk some nerd stuff. We've got some wine. We do indeed. We've, we've got, got some topics. We've got a chocolate wine. Yeah. yeah Let me grab it here. It's, uh, it's called Choco Vine. It's a uh, blend of red wine and Dutch chocolate. I that's am probably fan. that's probably why I don't like it as much because it's red wine. Oh yeah, I think I'm a white. You've wine only guy. had the white ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't really oh. tried the the red ones. I honestly, I didn't think I was a fan of wine until I started actually trying to taste. It I was like, there's some that I like and some that I'm not not a fan of. But mm. you know, you just got you got to find your taste in there. I can't wait to start our little tasting group. I mean, even I though right now we kind of are because you're showing me all these <laughs> wines and I'm loving them. And I just, I find them and I'm like, here, try this one now. Yeah, <laughs> like each podcast, yeah. I'm like, hey, Danny, you want some wine? <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back, everybody. Um, good reception on the second episode, I think. I, if you if you probably noticed, there was a little bit of an audio difference. We had some bugs and some kinks to work out, but I believe we fixed it. So hopefully this goes smoothly. <laughs> Definitely seems like we got them fixed. We honestly, we spent like a good hour uh, before the show just trying to trying to play with it and figure out what was wrong and what was what was not working and try to adjust things. So hopefully we yeah. got it and it'll be perfect for you guys because that's yeah, several of you guys we like. were like, oh, your audio is so good. So that's one thing we want to keep. So, Kevin, do we want to, who do we want to start this time? Did I start last time or did you start last time? I started last time, but my question is, is how many topics did you have for today? Let me, let me look. I think it's three or it might be four. Mine, mine are never that long though. Mine are pretty that's, short and sweet. That's fair, but yeah, I'd, well, I've only got two, but they're kind of big ones. So yeah. that's why I'm like, I'm like, where you Let know, where see. do we fit these in? I have one, two, three, four. Yeah, I have four, four. Okay, so do why don't you, um, why don't you kick it off with the first one? Okay, well, so okay, so then the first one that I'm going to talk about is um, this is probably something that a lot of us uh, relate to. I know you play it. We play Warzone. Mm-hmm. A lot of people play Warzone. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're coming out with a new uh, update soon, I guess, and part of it uh, includes two new characters. And I think actually you're going to get a kick out of these characters. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to buy these guys. The first, so the, the first one that was announced that was just kind of like the bigger one uh, is Rambo. I heard that. Oh yeah, I did Rambo hear about that. Okay, Warzone, dude. <laughs> I was like, dang. I think, I think River was talking about the the characters that they were adding. Probably he's always talking about Warzone stuff. Pretty sure he's he so said it's Rambo. And I, there was somebody else. Now, now I'm yep, remembering. Yeah, and I'm about to tell you. And I'm about to tell you who it is. As soon as you do, I'm gonna remember. You're like, that's right. Yep. yep. So the second one is John McClane. Yep. There it yep, was. Yep. From Die Hard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is. A cool move by Activision. Yeah, I mean, definitely they, is. So during the Hall- like during Halloween last year, they did give like Leatherface and Jigsaw from Saw and uh, Texas Chainsaw. I did see a good handful of Jigsaws playing with me the last time that I played Warzone. Yeah, a lot of people like that skin, the Jigsaw skin. Yeah. I also um, haven't played Warzone in quite some time, so... <laughs> it's really different right now. Um, but a lot of... A lot of moves that Activision has made with characters, I haven't been too, too impressed because when they make their original operators, for me, it's just kind of like, ah, it's the same guy again. Like, it's another soldier. Like, it's a cool-looking soldier, like a Russian chick or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but when they started introducing kind of the licensed characters, I think that's a lot cooler. 
um rambo especially because everyone you know everyone's just gonna be like mowing down people like ah i'm rambo <laughs> um and uh i guess the I'm, I'm gonna try to pronounce this the naka naka tomi plaza Nakatomi Plaza. N- Nakatomi Plaza, yeah. That's yeah, from, Nakatomi uh, Die Plaza. Hard. Yeah, so I guess yeah. that's going to be in Warzone as well as part Ooh. of the map. Yes. Okay, that'll be really cool. Okay, I'm excited to see that, actually. Right? I might, I might have to reinstall because I actually I didn't have enough space for it, uh, Cold War, and Apex, and the other miscellaneous games that I like to play by myself. Uh, so I ended up having to pick one to get rid of. And since I was going to play the three V threes with Nick, I wasn't able to keep Warzone cause I hadn't played it in so long. Oh, uh, so I'm gonna have to find some space Yeah, or buy another hard drive. Um, it, it's like a giant, it's like a big tower, right? Or like I, the only picture I saw of it, this was from a uh, tech guru, I think is the, the article. But, um, what I saw was just like this really big tower with lots of windows and rooms yeah I, I don't know if that's part of the plaza or not i need to rewatch. it's been so long since i've seen the die hard movies Dude, i think i, I saw like a minute of die hard when i was like 12 <laughs> so <laughs> i honestly i honestly think i've only seen the first one actually but i yeah yeah so i mean rambo's definitely the the more hype character because john mcclane there some people it's like what who john john who a lot of people like they know die hard but yeah. the, like they know of Die Hard, but they don't know character names. So like, if you were to tell them Bruce Willis's character, they'd be like, "Oh, okay, I got you." No, I know. But like, if you're just like, "Oh, John McClane," they're like, "I don't know who that is." Be cool if they just threw actors in the game. Bruce Willis. I mean, he's <laughs> got Diesel. a good handful of pretty badass roles. So yeah. I mean, they could just throw him in there. What do you think would be the yeah. most appropriate actor for Warzone? Oh, uh, for Warzone, I, I mean, honestly. Oh, that's a hard one. Maybe The Rock? Oh, yeah. That would be sick. Watching The Rock run around killing yeah. people. That would be sick. Activision, get on that. <laughs> Come on, The Rock. I know you play Warzone, dude. I know he plays Warzone. <laughs> he's got to do something, man. Terry uh, Crews. I would love to see yeah. Terry Crews. Terry, did you know he's a hardcore gamer? Is he really? Terry Crews. Yeah, dude. Heck I watch. Yeah. Um, if anyone is ever interested in PC building or PC parts or anything like that in general, Jay's Two Cents is an awesome channel. He made a custom build for Terry Crews, and it huh. was uh, Old Spice themed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was red and blue and white, <laughs> That's and awesome. like it was. It's so cool. I have to show you later. But it's it, so awesome. It's a very translucent case with like glowing red and blue colors, and like Terry Crews. He like he like showed it off to Terry Crews, and he's like what they had this gag where like they're trying to catch terry cruz's reaction to it because it's a uh-huh. one-time deal yeah and they pretend that the camera isn't working and jay is like you didn't get that and so he's he fakes getting angry at his cameraman <laughs> it's really funny and terry's, terry's so cool he's like he's like oh no it's cool i'm an actor i'm an actor we, we can reshoot it it's all it's okay jay like it's okay don't don't get mad you know like he's trying to <laughs> calm him down but it's all a bit but it's so cool because like you're like oh terry like because he's so sweet i know man. but yeah he's a he's a gamer dude I, that's awesome yeah there's I a only lot ever of see like his workout and like he's he posts like a bunch of workout stuff on his instagram and then he also posts like uh, motivational stuff so like i see all kinds of that stuff but i've never seen any of his like gamer stuff so that's really cool that he's a hardcore gamer yeah so i could totally see him if they ever if they ever wanted to shell out the money because i'm sure that would be expensive to get actual people in warzone well i guess 
I guess licensing characters is pretty expensive as well. Yeah. But I mean, they made so Honestly, much money. Honestly, getting the people in would probably be easier because they wouldn't have to go through both the actor who portrayed it and the company that owns the character that they portrayed. They'd they only have, have to go, to go through. Well, I mean, it's their likeness, huh? Unless, unless it's like people in the office, like all the people in the office, they actually can't do cameos of their characters outside of it because TBS actually fully owns the likeness of the characters that they were in there, even though like, honestly, probably a good 40% of that at least is improv. Yeah. So like a lot of the actors can't go like cosplay yeah. as their character or something because yeah. it's, it, so it's like, gotta be like authorized. Yeah. So, you know, the, um, there's like that, uh, the um there's a website where you can like order cameos from actors and other famous people yes i do stuff. know that website yes um the guy who does uh, who plays kevin kevin malone <laughs> he can't do the kevin malone voice because that's not what he sounds like in real life he can't do the kevin malone voice without authorization from tbs whoa he can't do the or, voice uh, NBC. yeah the voice is what he can't do yeah. Do you think Disney's controlling stuff like that too? Like they, I mean, they might. Robin, be. Ro- sorry, Robin, you're not allowed to sound like genie ever again. <laughs> I mean, I I don't think they'd have been able to actually. T- I think Robin Williams would have just been like, "Nah, screw you, I'm gonna do it anyway." That's crazy because <laughs> then you're owning somebody's voice. You know, they like yeah, they owned like all of the likenesses of the characters, so like they can't they can't do their characters' voices on any like live thing or through that like cameo service. They can't do it without getting like fined by the the company by uh, NBC. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Because you think crazy. that? Because I I thought that like your vocal cords, your voice was your you know it's proprietary. It's your yeah, deal. You think that's but crazy. I guess, I guess they signed a contract at the beginning that was like, yeah, anything that you know appears in the show is property of the show, and you can't like reenact it outside without permission from the company. That's brutal. Yeah, I guess you got to be careful with what you sign, huh? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that <laughs> I mean, honestly, with how big the office was, like even though they can't do it, like they still made all the people that were main characters definitely made plenty of money on the office. Yeah. Well because <laughs> then how far does that likeness go? You know? Like Well, like it's one of the, like if they use their normal voice, it's not like they can't talk normally anymore. No way but like if they did like a voice. special voice, yeah, and they can't like pretend to be that character outside of it without the permission, essentially. So like, but they can, they can talk about stuff. So like, uh, Jenna Fisher and, uh, Angela or Angie, uh, uh, Hamilton, I think is her name. Um, the chick who played Angela and the chick who played, um, Pam, oh, okay. they have a podcast called, they uh, both do. Yeah. They do it together. That's so um, funny. It's like, uh, <laughs> ladies of the office or office ladies or something like that. I think um, I have heard of it actually, but that is hilarious. They, they talk about stuff from the show all the time on it. Um, and so, and they'll have like other, other people who were also co-stars on there, like come and guest star and talk about stuff. So like one of the things that they talked about, which this is like way digression, not really super nerdy, but I mean, it's <laughs> podcast stuff. Um, they talk about how, um, they, they have the, the debate about Jim and Pam's first kiss. Whether or not it was okay. Well, not whether or not it was okay, but when it actually was, because Jim... It was when she was married to Roy, right? Or not married, but when she was still with Roy, right? Yeah, both times, actually, that they oh, were... De- 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 <laughs> okay, so woo! so the debate is, yeah. is it at um, the Dundee night when Roy leaves early and she gets drunk and kisses Jim, or is it when Jim kisses her... At casino night. That's when she gets drunk and kisses Jim. Because that's and first, like, right? A lot of people... That's the one chronologically that happens first. Yeah. 
However, there's argument as to whether, like, because of the fact that she was drunk, like her no. character was drunk, if it counts, kind of thing. And that's one of the arguments. And it's no, and we don't, we don't need weak. to have that argument because we, <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go through all of that. But um, anyway, yeah. So that's <laughs> they they still talk about that stuff. That's cool. And we've uh, gone like way far past the whole like cameos that are appearing in uh, Warzone. But <laughs> yeah. well, I feel like that's cheating technically because like they have a whole show of content that they can talk about. Mm-hmm. No, that's cheating. <laughs> we're sitting here trying to find articles and like talk about stuff. I mean, I know you were saying that you were kind of having a hard time this week, and then now you've got like four. And I'm like, I've, I mean, I have two, but they're big ones. Like well, they're going to take us down. You know, I did want to mention it too. The weirdest part about all of this is that when you said you wanted to do this podcast, I was like, great, let's do it. And then we talked about researching articles and like looking it up and shit. And then literally a day later, my phone was just like, hey, um not via like facebook or anything it was like via my phone's news notifications it was like boom here's this page of just nerd culture stuff ranging from everything we wanted to talk about from video games to specific video games to computer stuff i was like dang okay so it did that today and i just found a a few really interesting articles there are a few in here that i do really want to get to um but i but i know we have a lot to cover so that's another uh, technology thing that we can get into another time about your phone collecting data because yeah that's <laughs> definitely uh samsung data mining on you buddy <laughs> oh i know dude dude it is scary sometimes it's, because i will be i'll be i'll say a word or just a subject yeah. and then like three hours later i'll check facebook or i'll check youtube and it's fucking right there, the yep. thing that I talked about. And I was like, nope, this is not a coincidence. I see yep. you, and I I see you talk like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, we can we can get into data mining stuff on another episode when we don't have as much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, so, um, um, that's all I had for my first one was just was just the cool the cool additions that they're okay. making to Warzone. I think it I think it's cool that they're they're expanding it. I wish they went a little further with like making stuff different. Yeah. Because what they did with the whole like retro thing was that they they just kind of took the Warzone map originally and just rewound it back to um World War II essentially or like Cold War type uh time era. All right, so um with that said, what do you want to move on to your next topic or is it going to be pretty long um, cuz you told me earlier do we want to reveal how many pages there are of your notes? Uh, I've got, between the two subjects, I've got nine pages of notes. <laughs> Holy moly. Um, I've got four for one topic, and then I've got five for the uh, Ravenloft that I promised last time, as well as a quick little anecdote previously to preface the headache that i went through to actually make that happen because i didn't pre-order it like i probably should have oh yeah yeah and that tried was a, to use my ways air quotes that was a whole thing that's funny because you referenced that in the last in the last cast yeah sim- simply put we almost didn't have ravenloft for this episode and um yeah i'm glad that we do no, I noticed this wine goes down a little easier if I let it sit for a second on my tongue. Oh yeah, I guess probably because because I'm tasting the the chocolate a little more. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Right there, bud. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's, he gave like a weird look to his computer as he was talking. So I'm like, uh. 
I think we're good. I think I, I'm just paranoid <laughs> is all. I'm just paranoid. But anyway. Yeah. Um, um, you said yours were kind of short. Why don't you go ahead and do your second one? And then we'll do uh, my first topic. And then we can do your other two. And then we can end right, with right. Ravenloft. I'm the star right now. I'm the star of this podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's look, go. Look at you. Look at mm. you. You are the captain now. Beauty. I am the captain. <laughs> all right. So... There's, the next one I have was also, I think it was also from Tech Guru or Eurogamer. I can't remember which one. Um, but I don't know if you've heard lately, there's a new trend going around on Twitch for popular streams. Do you know what it is? No, I have no idea. Okay, so anyone who keeps up on Twitch is probably going to know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm on Twitch all the time, but I'm literally only <clears throat> watching like one streamer because the one time that, well, you were going to stream and then you didn't end up streaming. Yeah, dude, um, twice. I twice totally would have, yeah, I totally would have watched like if I wasn't doing something, like I would have popped on to see what was going on, but then yeah, you didn't end up streaming i got so tired i just got home and i was yeah. like I, I cannot today so like the only Both streamer times. that i've really been <laughs> watching days. is uh uh kazaya tv he's at kazaya tv on uh twitch people should totally check him out he actually so i told you when mm -hmm. we first started doing this this is three weeks ago now that he was at like 104 subscribers Right. He's at 157 as of today's stream. Let's go. Like the dude is marching down the field with subscribers and I'm so proud Let's of him. Let's go squad. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so, and he deserves it. Like he he puts out good content. He's just a really genuinely great person too. I was going like, to say I well just, like anyone who anyone who would see you pop in their chat for a while it, like when they would were starting early on and then yeah. you come back how many years later was it one or two? It was more than that. So like, like three, I, so I had been watching for like maybe I want to say I watched him pretty regularly for like somewhere between six months to a year. And then I stopped and then I came back because I I wasn't getting notifications for his uh, his streams for the longest time. And then I finally like I popped in and just happened to see that he was on. And so I popped in and he was like, hey, hit do the, the follow age so you can see like how long. And I'd been followed for just under five years at that point. Whoa, like I was five? at four years, 11 months. I literally, my five year anniversary was three days ago. Ooh, snap. Happy yeah. five year. Well, so the, so that speaks to him too, right? So like, yeah. I mean, the fact that you can pop in five years later and he remembers you as one of his earlier viewers. Yeah. I love it when they, I love it when people remember that because it's, you're not just a name, like you're not just like a view mm -hmm. to them. You're actually like a person that came in. That's why I feel bad sometimes when people pop in mine that I haven't seen in a long time. I'll be like, your name looks really familiar and I'm pretty sure you've been here before. And then they're like, actually, I've never been here. And I'm like, oops. oops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. So no, good for him. He deserves that. Yeah. Absolutely. So huge, huge shout out to you because I good, yeah. good shit, man. Um, and then I also saw uh, Vesley was uh, streaming the other day. Yeah. I popped into his stream for a little bit. Or it was yesterday. Yesterday he was streaming. Mm. And that was... I popped in for a little bit. Um, but uh, he was playing something. I I didn't really catch my interest that much. I, so I was like... Eh. I can't remember what it was called, but it was something that I hadn't heard before. Yeah. And he was like, I need to beat this game. I didn't get to tune in. Uh, but I do remember he was test streaming because he just yeah. got a new capture card, I think. He had, he had like 40 viewers when I popped in. So like he was looking pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Then, he had 40? That's so, a lot. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. He used to have like, I think a consistent 15 or 20. Like when I, when I regularly watched him, um, hard to catch his streams now. I, I think yeah. he's taking a, a little bit of a break too because he's working on his That's music That's what it degree. looks like, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it was, it was like literally I went to pop into Kazaya's, uh, stream and uh right as i did 
like the first one that popped up was Vezos, and I was like, oh shoot, he is. I haven't seen him streaming in a while, so I was like, like oh, I'll pop guy. in and see. And then yeah, he's kind of like, yeah, just a little bit, and it's like I didn't really. I was like, yeah, this is, yeah, I don't know. Like nothing, it had nothing to do with him. It was, just, it was the game. Like, yeah, I was just like, yeah, not eh, interested. Not super in the game. interested. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll move I, on. I was like that with um. There was a new game that came out, uh, Valheim, mm. and uh, like it, it's really interesting game. It's really, it's actually a pretty fun game. But I don't know. A lot of games nowadays just don't hook me like they used to. I guess. And he was playing that too, and I just, for whatever reason, I saw Valheim, and I can't even play it because like I start it, I play it for a little while, and it, I just. I'm like, ah, whatever. It's another, because it's, it's not just another Minecraft clone. It's actually pretty innovative, but it is another, like, you start off with nothing, you punch a tree, you go from there, you know? That, gotcha. <laughs> that whole song and dance, but the combat's really cool. I love okay. the combat. It's really cool. You should check it out. Um, So anyway, <laughs> to the topic at hand. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who follows Twitch right now, or at least like the super popular Twitch streamers, or I guess I should say the popular female Twitch streamers. Oh. So like Amrath and Pokemane. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you've heard this already. Um, but hot tub streams are a thing now. Yep. Yeah, I've seen them. I haven't tuned into any of them, but I've seen them. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> they're crazy popular, I guess. Like. It's, I mean, that's there's a uh, another streamer that I have. I've kind of popped into a couple of a uh, couple of her streams. Uh-huh. Um, she's a uh, Chicken Wing Candy. Nice, um, love the name. Yeah. Fantastic, and name. she she is a very very attractive woman. Um, and she, <laughs> she's got she's got very very good mods. So there are a lot of people that will come in and just continuously throw out like super derogatory bleh just because they're haters. Right. And her mods are on it like that. Like Good. half the time before it even registers for her to be able to respond, the mod has deleted it. You kind of have to. <laughs> like, you kind of have to when you're when you're yeah. in that and space. And so she does like come and chat streams. So like she'll play a game in the background so that she's not just like Sitting blank staring awkwardly? at the computer awkwardly yeah. or like doing whatever. And like she's listed literally the only category in there is come and chat like nothing about video games at all everything is you know come and chat but she does display the video game that she's playing in like a smaller screen in the corner she also gets like a crap ton of people that even though it's listed as an only come and chat stream that are complaining about the game being too small Oh, that's hilarious. It's like and it's like the actual gamers, they're like, wait a minute, attractive lady play game, but I want to see game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, it's like I, sorry, yeah. guys. I, and I pop in every now and again just to show support because like, you know, she's she's fun to listen to. And she's, mm-hmm. she's, you know, a cool person. Um, But will she yeah. do a hot tub stream? I have no idea. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, no. <laughs> probably not. She seems to be pretty, pretty good with like for the most part. She's just been playing like Overwatch or not Overwatch uh, Apex. I thought I thought that that was an Legends. interesting trend, the hot tub stream yeah. thing, because there was one that I saw that like it wasn't a hot tub stream, but like uh-huh. this one chick was doing like yoga in a bikini for her come and chat streams, That's and that was her whole thing. And I was like, oof. really? I. You know, there's there's a limit. You know, there's a line to cross. Yeah, all the gimmicks, oh, and I geez. think I think Twitch is kind of cracking down on that because actually, um, also part of the topic is that uh, Amarath got demonetized for the <laughs> for the hot tub stream. Now, to my knowledge, I haven't watched Amarath and I haven't watched Pokimane. Okay, I haven't watched either of them or their hot tub streams, 
But to my knowledge, everybody was saying that there was no skimpy clothing, that everybody had t-shirts on, and that... Is that not... His face right now is looking at me like, bro, you're in, you're in the clouds okay, right I now. Don't, I don't know for <laughs> sure about Pokimane, because I, I haven't watched any of her either, and I, I haven't... Um, I haven't watched any of Amaranth's streams. However, I do have her on Twitter and Instagram, and it's kind of hard to believe that there wasn't <laughs> skimpy clothing involved in the hot tub stream from she was, that. She was upset because Twitch demonetized her without telling her anything. Like, they just kind of shut her That's a problem. Off. They should have warned her that that was what was happening. Yeah, you know, why not like a, why not like a, like, here's your, here's, like, this is a warning, like... We can't yeah. have we can't have that be the main attraction. Like your yeah. your attractive features can't be the main aspect of Twitch because that's not what Twitch is about. I'm sorry if you disagree, but that's not what it's about. Yeah, like, um, it's go, about go talking and gaming and what? <laughs> like you, you want to do that? Go make an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, OnlyFans. Um, the other which adult I'm, site that's like Twitch, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure Amaranth does have one, but I don't know. I don't yeah I don't remember but <laughs> I don't really follow her too closely but yeah I just saw it and um she was outraged because she was not given a chance to like say or do anything or fix anything yeah and that's that one is definitely like you you should absolutely be like hey this violated da 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 don't do it again or you're going to be demonetized kind of thing like yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of over the top to just instantly be like Boom! Demonetized. Done. Well, yeah, and Twitch is kind of known for doing that, actually. Um, I believe really? there's... Yeah, I think there's. this is like the third or fourth time that that's happened. I don't know about specifically to Amarath, but I know that a few other streamers of similar tastes, that's kind of been the case where they just kind of shut things down. Um, mm. And it's funny because you get like two sides of a coin because there are the viewers on Twitch who are like, screw the people like that. Who, yeah. are, who are streaming on Twitch? This is a yeah. good thing. And then yeah. there are the people who are like, who are like us, who are like, well, you know, that's that's not the most fair thing. Like, you should you should be giving your content creators yeah, like, um, notice. Yeah, like like yeah, I understand that that's not what Twitch was supposed to be about. That was not the point of Twitch. Like, Twitch was supposed to be like a gaming streaming service. Yeah. And I I totally I totally get the whole like okay if you're gonna do stuff like that that's gonna attract people because of you know skimpy clothing etc. But I also do agree that they should have gotten some sort of formal warning first like as or soon like, as it happened like hey look this is not what we're about this is not what we want you need to do something different or choose a different site because we're not going to monetize it if it's going to continue or make it very very clear when you when you start a twitch page you know yeah it you know twitch is about entertainment it is not about adult entertainment or a, or you know um or just attractive looks it is about keeping an audience and keeping them entertained with some kind of media yeah. um or or talk show or whatever at least because oh, I don't really know what Twitch wants now. Because um, it what Twitch was a pretty exclusive gaming platform at first. Yeah, no, I was actually really surprised when I got back onto Twitch because I was seeing all of these come and chat ones, and I was like, "What? Yeah, come yeah. and chat stuff." And I'm like looking at people, like I saw that the thumbnail of this one chick that's like in a bikini doing yoga, and I'm like, "What in the world is going on here?" And I went through, and I was like. I will admit, I, I did like initially click on Chicken Wing Candy's uh, <laughs> stream because I was like, "Wow, she Outed. is extremely attractive." Like, I'm not gonna lie, I have no shame yeah. on that one. However, I so her thing is is you can't actually type into her chat unless you have been following for ten minutes. 
at least. That's, I mean, that's pretty lenient, I feel like. So, <laughs> like, you have to be willing to, if you want to say something in the chat, you have to be willing to go to her thing, hit follow, and then sit in there after following for 10 minutes. So, like, you, if you're not entertained by it, like, the only other option to do like, that uh... is to, like, set your device down and walk away from it for 10 minutes. And, like, that, that's extremely over the top if that's the case. So, like... Yeah, and, hey man, and some I, people I've had to, I had a little bit of like dialogue with her and she she's super chill like yeah she was you know asked anyone that popped in was like hey how's it going she was like oh hey you know how's your day how you doing da 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 and you know when you answered she'd kind of you know respond back and ask like, about stuff so like she asked what I was up to that day and I was like oh yeah I popped in for a little bit just to kind of you know show some support and then I'm going to head off to the gym and she was like asking what kind of workout I was going to be doing and going through the whole ordeal. And you're so like, yeah, my muscles are fucking massive. <laughs> no, I told Just in her case that, you're wondering. No, I told her <laughs> that I play paintball. So I'm going to be working mostly endurance because I run around a lot. And she's like, oh, that's cool. Da, da, da. Like, <laughs> like I sit there trying to make myself look better. I'm going to answer the question because yeah. I don't like the odds of me actually ever meeting her in person are next to none. And that's fine. Like, yeah. It, we'll, we'll have a genuine conversation with her because I feel like there's something yeah. to be said about the come and chat streams because um gaming and chatting is hard enough. Like if yeah. you if you've seen a, a YouTuber or a streamer and they talk while they game and it looks so easy, it's not. It no. is not easy. I've tried. I've tried it, he's tried it, a lot uh, of our friends have tried it. It's hard to keep I, a good conversation while you're playing a game and keep people interested. That is one of the hardest things to do, period. Was, so the fact that she can do it, yeah. I mean, granted, looks can help, I guess, but I mean, if you, but you know, like you said, the follow thing for 10 the, minutes, if she yeah. can do that and keep somebody's attention for 10 minutes, you know, without giving them the, the ability to chat, I'd say that's pretty dang good. And on top of that, like, on top of that, she, is playing apex and she's doing well right while still holding these conversations with multiple people throughout not just the like, thing. A, like i'm playing apex and dying every two seconds no like she's actually she could probably keep up with nick while having Oof. these conversations with make us. it happen i want to see it <laughs> like i was i was very impressed while i was watching because like you can see the screen obviously you're not seeing it perfectly because yeah. it's small in the corner but you could still see kind of what was going on and she there was one point like while i was typing to her so we're having a conversation and she's conversing with like two other people that are typing in a chat and she's like i'm watching like there's a kill there's a kill there's a kill jeez lady that's a down i was like holy crap <laughs> holy cow yeah <laughs> like, so i mean yeah but yeah man hot tub hot tub streams that's tub that is streams. something i didn't expect and i don't think the internet expected <laughs> but the internet uh, fucking loves it and you know uh, what? i can't remember it was one there was one article that was talking about it it was either comic book or Eurogamer, i think but one of the articles was like um it was i think it was amarath's hot tub stream it was something about amarath's hot tub stream and then like i think they made a joke about bottling the water because you know Del Bell Delphine. Delphine. yeah yeah i know about that one the fucking bath water yeah. oh god so they made a little jab at that i don't think that they actually bottled any of the hot tub water though so i, I would dearly hope not no that well was... i mean if there's a market man <laughs> people got too bored in 2020 i tell you what so i think it's time <laughs> i think it's time we switch 
to your topic right, because I want to see what these four pages of notes are about. These for your four first pages topic. of notes. All right. So here's here's how I'm going to point this out real quick because you're going to know exactly where I'm going as soon as I start. We mentioned very first episode. One of the things that we ended up talking about with some of the comic stuff was you threw out the uh, multiple Batman's and Robins yes. ordeal. And then we ended up on a slight moment where we talked about Teen Titans. Oh my God, you're speaking my heart's language already. So I went deep, deep into the history of the Teen Titans in the comics. Let's talk about it. So real quick, I actually want to, I want to see if you can guess it. How old do you think that the, uh, the Teen Titans actually are? Like, not age canonically for the characters, but when the Teen Titans first debuted in the comics, what year? In the comics. Mm-hmm. How old the the characters are no. when they first debuted? No. Or? What, like, what year the comic that they first appeared in it was? Oh, it, like, shit. What year was that comic? Ah. Can you guess? 1963. Wow. You are really close. Really? Hell it yeah. It was 1964. July Ooh, of 1964. Baby. So they were in the Brave and the Bold issue 54 in July of 1964. They weren't actually named the Teen Titans until f- six issues later. So what were they called originally? They were just a group. Oh, cool. Like they were just sidekicks. <laughs> Marvel introduces together. a group or DC introduces a group. Well, they were part of the Brave and the Bold comic. Oh, it wasn't like okay, its own it. comic. So they were just characters in it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they came back in the Brave and the Bold issue 60, and they called them, they decided to call themselves the Teen Titans. And the first three, the founders, were Robin. Yep. The uh, Dick Grayson Robin. Yes, because that's the best Robin. Wally West, the red haired version. So the original Wally West Kid Flash. Whoa. And Aqualad. What? I thought Cyborg was for sure one of them. They were the founders. And then in the next issue, they added Wonder Girl. Wow. And they fought against Mr. Twister, who was legitimately this guy dressed like a colonial era soldier with like... A Native American stick. Like, it had, like, feathers. And he had, like, a feathered cape. Whoa. He was, like, the weirdest looking villain you've ever seen. Oh. And then... You can see why that's not uh, a villain now. The next... And that was in uh, Brave and the Bold 54. And then in Brave and the Bold 60, they fought against Separated Man, who was um yeah so he was a guy who had enhanced himself genetically to be able to separate parts of his body off of himself and still control them that sounds cool so essentially he would just break himself into multiple pieces and wreak havoc in multiple places i got his arm yeah that's cool so they yeah and then they didn't even bring him back it took until they got their own comic in 1966 so it took two years for them to officially have their own comic um for the teen titans to yeah for it to actually years? become a yeah so I'd they say that's just pretty fast appeared every now and again in the brave and the bold and um in showcase 59 they appeared and then they finally got their first comic in 1966 oh um 
And then they also, so did you, you watched uh, Green Arrow, right? No, I didn't. You well, didn't watch no, Green Arrow? Uh, I think I like, I started one episode and I just, I was like, eh. Such disappointment. I know you love Green Arrow. Green Arrow, so, it was so good. I, I'm not completely, like I didn't end up finishing it because I just, stuff in my life kept me from watching TV shows and mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's that's stuff that people who know me know exactly what I'm talking about. People who don't don't need to know. Um, <laughs> uh, and then so anyway, um, Arsenal, who was um, Green Arrow's uh, sidekick, is like the Red Arrow essentially. Okay. Um. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So, damn. Because there's you said what was the um. <laughs> What was the other guy's Wally Welly Wally, Wally West Wally West okay yes. so there's Wally West then there's uh-huh. Red Arrow or what what was this is Arsenal he or, actually guest starred until issue 19 of like quote unquote guest starred like he would just appear and help them from time to time in yeah. the Teen Titans comics until issue 19 did they not get like their special names until they became the Teen Titans some of them no they did. Okay, so beforehand. Wally West was always Wally West. He was he was um, Kid Flash. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay, I but see. like the original Wally that, West Kid Flash was like a white red haired kid. Got it. Whereas the one that a lot of people know now, and also that appeared later in other comics, was um, African American. Um, Whoa, Wally West. Yeah. So like in the Flash TV show, they have the African American Wally West as. Um, huh as kid flash whereas um yeah the original one that first ever showed up was red hair white skin because um in the teen titans cart this is the only reason i'm confused about it is because in the teen titans cartoon uh speedy's in it is he that's arsenal that's arsenal, arsenal. Is speedy oh my god okay. i knew it okay i was yeah, like yeah. i was gonna say it's is like, that the same dude yes yeah, so because arsenal, he's cool arsenal had multiple names he was referred to as speedy then he was referred to as the red arrow and then he was officially officially named arsenal oh wow so speedy was the, the first name yeah oh that's so cool because so then in the show they're like oh we're gonna give him his his like original name then in the show in the yeah in teen titans yeah yeah that's and then, cool what's funny is actually in the uh the green arrow show uh the live action show mm-hmm. um speedy is actually the uh nickname that his that he gives he gave his little sister growing up oh so he called his little sister speedy and she ends up being the red like she ends up being arsenal at one point oh okay yeah oh, okay which so is you- kind of an interesting one so like there was a different red arrow that was a male or a different arsenal that was um roy and then yeah later after he goes away there's a point where his sister thea ends up as arsenal okay i thought so you were that's gonna say where she the died. actual like well she oh no <laughs> now i'm sad <laughs> now you need to watch it because yeah yeah um anyway <laughs> oh no uh, but yeah so she is known as speedy in that show and then you know so then like all of the speedy red arrow arsenal all meet together into one without it being okay cool that's cool i didn't know that that's why i was confused because i think i have heard him referred to different names and i couldn't remember the name speedy so when i was trying to like come up with it i would try to describe him to people and they're like i don't know who the fuck you're talking about bro they're like red arrow and i was like i i I, maybe because he is in red he's a red Mm -hmm. robin basically but with a bow Mm-hmm. And then, um, 
Very quickly afterwards, they added uh, Lilith Clay, who was a uh, telepath um, and friends with Wonder Girl. And then quickly, we got Mal Duncan and Hawk and Dove, which were ones that I honestly had never heard of before. I had no yeah. idea who they were. No, I had no idea. And then they actually canceled the uh, Teen Titans comics at issue 43 in 73. So they didn't do well. Wow. But then they brought it back three years later in 76. I wonder why. And just started back up exactly where it left. They added on uh, Batgirl and Golden Eagle. Uh, I mean, Batgirl, obviously, but... yeah. Golden Eagle. No. I'm assuming that was um, Hawk Girl's sidekick because, like, the Teen Titans were essentially like sidekicks from main superheroes that just kind of like came over yeah, to the yeah, Teen yeah. Titans they and helped became out. Their own deals. I have a question for, for you. For the first while, yeah. What's up? Because you're so fucking knowledgeable with superheroes. <laughs> um, to an extent. So, it, do you remember Static Shock? Yes. God, I love that show. But <laughs> there's a scene where he meets Batman uh-huh. and he walks into the Batcave and he's like, hey, Batman, where's Robin? And then Batman goes, he's with the Titans. And then he's uh-huh. like, really? Who are they? He's like, you'll meet them soon. So, is there ever any kind of crossover with that mention? Do you know of? As far as I know, so this history that I went over was like really, really old comic history and it didn't end up encompassing a handful of heroes that I know eventually ended up in the Teen Titans. I'm not sure when they ended up, but it clearly wasn't when I went through all of this stuff. Uh-huh. Um, Cause like Blue Beetle, who is like my favorite character to play in Injustice 2, becomes Whoa. a Teen Titan and he was never mentioned in any of this. What the heck? Um, I, if memory serves, Static Shock did eventually become a Teen Titan. I think I do remember that, but I, Um, but I believe it was in the... I believe he was in the New 52, uh, comic series. Okay. Like part of the New 52. Because I think, I think he was in one of the newer TV show, uh, iterations of the Teen Titans as well. I think there, there's either two or three versions of the Teen Titans as TV shows that are animated. Yeah. Is there a lot more than that? There's so many, There's, like, <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I remember, because one of them, he's, like, this super buff dude. Like, because I remember the one that's, like, a normal dude. He's Virgil. He's just a normal guy. Yeah. But, like, in one of them, he's, like, this massively buff, like, I'm pretty sure hey, that's, everybody. I'm pretty sure that's New 52. So, I had I had the Injustice app, like, the, the app game. Yeah. And you could actually, like, gain all kinds of bonus heroes from special events and stuff mm-hmm. that weren't in the actual, like, game game. So one of the ones that I had, one that I unlocked, I worked my butt off to make sure that I got it when it came up was Static Shock. I got Static Shock. Oh, I had oh, him. Yeah, love him. And it was, if memory serves, it was the new 52 version. So I'm, and he was jacked. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'd be willing to say <laughs> that that really version jacked. of Static Shock was the new 52 comic um, version, and that was when he became a part of the the Teen Titans. Cool. So I don't. Yeah, but because it. Because I never knew why um, Robin, Dick Grayson, separated from Batman. I never knew. He, uh, so basically what happened uh, with that one, um, that's in here, actually. Okay, well, if it's in there, maybe we'll get to it later and you can just keep going. Because I, I feel like I keep interrupting you. I think it was in the, it might have been in the, the rest of the stuff that I got into, I think. We'll, we'll come back to it then. I'll ask you we'll after because I want you to go over your notes because they, we'll they look good. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, so then they actually ended the uh, the Teen Titans officially in 1978 with issue 53. That was the final comic of the Teen Titans. 
then <laughs> in the <laughs> 80s they went all right here's the new teen titans and released a comic book that was the new teen titans which had robin kid flash beast boy raven cyborg wonder girl and starfire that's that's pretty much so the group that we like plus a couple of, that we know from the the tv show plus yeah, a couple yeah. extras um and it actually started out with raven gathering them together asking for help to kill her father trigon Ooh. okay so that's how th- that's how it started yeah i'm guessing robin coordinated everything but she kind of quickly help. he kind of quickly became the leader from there but yeah initially like to start it all was raven asking for help i see um that's cool and then uh this one was the one that actually had um two of the biggest character intros in like all of all of dc as far as like non-main justice league characters and that was the introduction of deathstroke who was a teen titan villain to begin with even though he's been adapted into more of a batman villain now is he really because so he was originally because i did you know what's god because the mystery about him is that he slayed from yeah. teen titans yeah, that's because slade. slade wilson is deathstroke yeah, yeah so that's the coolest thing and i remember i looked up who the fuck is slade because that mystery killed me as a kid and everybody was like oh it's deathstroke and deathstroke versus batman and blah 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 that's cool that he was originally a teen titans because everywhere yeah. i looked everybody was like oh uh deathstroke was a batman villain what's really funny is um he's Actually, in one of the adaptations that we've got right now circulating, uh, Green Arrow, he's the guy that was on the island with Oliver that comes back and ends up as a villain and then he captures, like, beats him, captures him, and it's a whole ordeal. But yeah, so he actually, he is honestly probably one of the most crossed over DC villains. Slade. Or, like, um, yeah, yeah, Slade Deathstroke. Wilson, Deathstroke, like, he's a Batman, he's Teen Titans, like, he was originally Teen Titans, but he's dealt with in Batman, he's dealt with in Green Arrow, he's dealt with in Justice League, like, he is everywhere because he also has connections to the league of assassins league of shadows ra's al ghul issues with that and whoa yeah those are some cool con- dude as, so as, he's like wow. all over the place like you you thought that freaking uh like most people are like oh yeah it's got if like if there's a, a villain that crosses over the most it's gotta be lex luther right because he deals with <laughs> batman he deals with that and he's in with the justice league no deathstroke is everywhere dude <laughs> that is awesome because i love him as a character yeah he's like he's twisted manipulative strong as fuck but like he's mostly he's mostly a villain but there are times where he helps the heroes so like technically he'd be classified as an anti-hero technically yes yes uh well he helps them fight trigon right i mean i just know that from the show i don't know if that's actually common i believe believe that's part of the comics fight trigon in the show so yeah like he kind of he's an interesting one because he like he he helps oliver Ah. um as like Deathstroke and Green Arrow, they work together at times after, you know, they sort out their differences and yada yada. But yeah, so like he's he's a big crossover character too. That's cool. Um and then Nightwing. Yeah, who is adult Robin, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's Dick Grayson after so basically So now we're getting into where okay, what yeah, happened. So here's where Hell we're getting yeah. into it. Hell so yeah. basically what happened is is 
Um, he left Batman to go help out with the Titans, which I believe is part of this new Teen Titans uh, canon, yeah. where he got asked by Raven to go help. And he okay. went, okay, we're forming the, like, we form the Teen Titans, we do the da-da-da, we fight yep. Trigon, blah, blah, blah. And then he stayed with them to help out in that area because he felt like Batman could handle it by himself in Gotham. Okay. okay. But when he returns, uh, uh, man's got notes. I love it. Todd, Todd, Todd. These are Todd, handwritten Jason, notes, by the way. Yes. Jason, Jason Todd, Todd. That's the other Robin, right? Second Robin. Whoa. Jason Todd had been taken in by Batman as the new Robin. Already? Yes. Okay. Now, Interesting. Dick Grayson didn't like this, but he kind of got over it. He's like, whatever. And went back to the Titans, and not too long after that, that's when he decided he was just going to be Nightwing and he was going to do whatever. Now, we'll get to Jason Todd because he has a very Tragic. complicated background... Isn't Jason Very Todd interesting. the one that dies too to Joker? Yes. Oh no, this is where it gets sad, guys. Oh, oh, it gets much oh, better. It gets sad. Oh my goodness, it's oh, so no. it's so good, dude. Oh my word. <laughs> okay, like, well, okay, but before we move on to Jason Todd, we're not there yet. We got another page and a half. Okay, got you. But <laughs> but the Nightwing reference it did remind me that was like one of my favorite episodes of the Teen Titans. There are so many good ones when on there. They run into future like when they time the future stuff. Yeah. And they run into Robin as Nightwing, oh like God. in the future. And she's like, yeah. she's walking around. They're all separated. Cyborg's like stuck in the tower for some reason. And like, Beast Boy's in a goddamn circus. I know. He's like, I turn into animals to help people. And then like, oh, it's just a, it's such, such a, a good episode. episode. It was it's so, so good. sad, it was but so it's sad. so good. <laughs> it's that show had a lot of really good messages. Yeah, like I, I need like, to rewatch that show. It was so good. I rewatch. I down. I I, uh, I bought and downloaded an episode. It was the um, it was the uh, I don't remember what it's called exactly, but it was where Robin C. Slade everywhere. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, only in the dark and shit. Yeah, yeah. That one's a good episode. I I I watch it every now and then because it's like, it's such a growth episode for Dick Grayson. Cause he's uh, like, he's like trying so hard to fight Slade and he's just like, and then finally he, he just learns that he's like, all right, I'm not alone. I can, I can like fight with these guys, but it's kind of crazy to think that the, the future with Nightwing probably happens anyway in that universe because despite Starfire's best efforts, like yeah, Dick Grayson's going to do Dick Grayson things. Either way, he's still going to end up trying to go back to Gotham and find out that he's been replaced Ugh. and get all pissy and become Nightwing. And then he's heartbroken. <laughs> oh, no. Which, honestly, I loved Nightwing anyway, so it didn't He was matter. cool. He was cool as shit, at least that I, that I saw in the show. I, I have always sure he's loved his freaking staff to fucking double stick whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, because Robin has just the pole, but then Nightwing turns it into the, um, like, the akimbo, yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah. Beat sticks, I call them night sticks. <laughs> <laughs> they were cool. Yeah. So anyway. So yeah, so slight tangent. Yeah, so after after a little while of running the new Teen Titans, I want to say it was, like, 60 issues? Yeah. Um, They just straight switched the name. Yeah. From the new Teen Titans to the Tales of the Teen Titans. <laughs> And this is where Jericho <laughs> joins the team, who is Deathstroke's son. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's, there's a handful of different stuff that goes on with him. <laughs> like, there's one set of comics where he actually, like, survives. At one point, he, like, he dies, but he lives on by, like, 
existing in a portion of his father's brain until his dad dies and then he's released and it, it's a weird complicated uh, yeah yeah that look that sounds a little weird and contrived yeah so that was that was an interesting one because like so <laughs> deathstroke has an issue with not jericho but his other son oh my god he has another one yeah and so that's something that ends up playing out a lot like uh that's something that oliver was helping him out with in the uh the show arrow um the the live action show he was helping him find his kid and like deal with the issues and blah 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 well jericho the other son doesn't follow in dad's footsteps of being not the greatest person and being kind of a merc and he joins up with the teen titans whoa so yeah do they ever kill slade i think so i'm not or sure is he meant one. to die to trigon or think. i mean tara or fuck yeah we even talked about tara there's but. a bunch <laughs> yeah so and then they actually they took a break from tales of the teen titans or stopped it at some point around 96 and they rebooted a new Teen Titans that was completely different from 96 to 98 that was with Adam, Johto, Risk, Prism, and Arjun, which I have not heard of Johto, Risk, Prism, or Arjun, nope. but I know who Adam is. Who's Adam? <laughs> Adam is like Adam, like A-T-O-M, Atom. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, so don't like know him still, but... No, oh, the okay. shrinky guy. Yeah, okay. so like he, I think he did pop up in the show like once or twice. He popped up in... Maybe when they were fighting the Lee or whatever the... I'm not um, sure if he showed up in that one. I know he was... So he actually got uh, brought up in Green Arrow, or in Arrow, on the TV series. Um, And then he's made several appearances. uh, He made several appearances in Flash, and then ended up in the spinoff series from that, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So he was in, he was kind of prevalent in some of the earlier stuff. Yeah. Well, or maybe well, well newer stuff really too, I yeah. guess. Huh? Kind of newer. Yeah, 96 yeah. to 98. It not it didn't gain a lot of traction cuz a lot of people were like all about the whole Robin Starfire yeah. Beast Boy, yeah. yeah, yada yada. So, our OG crew. Yeah. So then they then they sent out or they rebooted again and started Titans. That was the name of the comic, was just Titans. And that one had Nightwing, Arsenal, Tempest, Starfire, and Flash. So it's the adult. It's, it's yeah, adults, they're like, but they're Titans. Yeah, they're like they're young just adults. Titans. They're no longer the yeah. Teen Titans. Yeah, so they're like young adults. Gotcha. And that actually started a spinoff comic, Young Justice, where you got... That's a TV show. Superboy, you got Tim Drake as Robin, and you got Impulse in the comics were like the start. And then eventually it expanded into like every uh, young adult-aged sidekick in the entire DC universe. And is 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 all this one universe? Like, because Marvel has like the multiverse, but is this all one DC universe where like Dick Grayson becomes Robin, he leaves Batman, then he gets replaced, then that guy gets killed? Is that all one timeline? Yes. That's cool. So there was a lot of, there were a couple of instances that we'll get to in, um, when we get past this page <laughs> where, um, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna laugh. I've been cracking up over here because you're gonna laugh. Okay. We're at an hour already. Are we really? Almost. Oh my yeah. word! Not to like push you faster, gonna, but yeah. like man, <laughs> we've just been having such a no good more, time. No more diversions. Um. So basically, uh, 
we'll just we'll get to it I'll, I'll just keep pushing through and we'll get to it when i get there um so then they had a, another reboot in 03 um where it was the the normal group the normal five but they also had miss martian Oh, which was like the female counterpart to Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I remember seeing her at one point, not in the show, but just in general. Then comes finally the new 52 Teen Titans, which was same group. They just kind of rebooted a handful of the, uh, the backstories a little bit, adjusted a couple of things, some mannerisms, yada, yada. And then now we have the most recent iteration, which is in the DC rebirth. I'm not sure when they started them. But you've got Robin that's the Damian Wayne Robin running the Teen Titans and he starts them up and collects Raven, Starfighter, Beast Boy or Starfire, Beast Boy and Wally West, but not the red haired Wally West, the new African American one. Goodness gracious. And and is it the same Starfire and Raven? I believe so. Well, really? I believe so. Damn, they're like, yeah, we've been. This is our third Robin. <laughs> Batman goes through these like freaking candy. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah like Tic Tacs, baby, like Tic Tacs. So the so the main enemies of the Teen Titans that I wanted to focus on, they're like ones that have been brought up. I have one in my head that I'm hoping you're gonna mention. There's Deathstroke. Oh, love him. Trigon. Yep. Cheshire. Uh, who's who's that? She is an assassin. Okay, never seen her before. Or, uh, I guess, Cheshire is what she goes by. Um, Brother Blood. That's the one. And Blackfire. And, yeah, did they call her Blackfire in the show? I think they did, right? I think so. I think so, so. yeah. I think I remember her being called Blackfire. Otherwise, other than that, it was Black Star, and I don't think it was Black Star. I th- that actually might have been what they were Black calling Star? her in the, yeah. Starfire, Black Star. I can't remember. It's been too long. But, yeah, know. anyway. But yeah, which is as you know, uh, yeah, Starfire's sister. sister. Yeah, which is it's kind of funny that She's two of bitch. the five like big enemies in there are related to two of the five Teen Titans. Because <laughs> well, they all have their Trigon own. is Raven's dad, and Blackfire is Starfire's sister. <laughs> oh yeah, related, huh? Yeah. yeah, that is a little weird. <laughs> Look, uh, fuck our family, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, we all got issues, bro. So they're teens. Anyway, so at least moving on to the final thing was I wanted to go over some of the Robin stuff because of the fact that you, you know, talked about how there was like all of the Robins and the Batmans and da da da. Yeah. So obviously Dick Grayson was the first Robin who, you know, went off, formed the Team Titans, did the Teen Titans My for a little while. Robin. When he came back, what's really funny is the original backstory for Jason Todd was that his parents were acrobats. And they were killed by Killer Croc. Whoa, hold up. Hold up. His parent Jason Todd's parents were acrobats? In the original, yes. And so were Dick Grayson's. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. That's where I yeah, was. Confused. So they like yeah. they like cookie cutter through this out ah, there, like didn't bastards. even try. Now they released Crisis on Infinite Earths, which changed a handful of things and fixed some continuity errors okay. in the comics. Crisis on Infinite Earths changed Jason Todd's backstory. So from there he was no longer he went from his parents were acrobats and his parents were killed by Killer Croc to he was uh kind of a ruffian, like an inner city kid kind Jason of deal. Todd was. 
Yeah. So his first encounter with Batman after the crisis on infinite earth changed his backstory. His first encounter was with Batman was he stole the tires off of the Batmobile, two of them. <laughs> and when he came back to steal the other two, Batman caught him <laughs> and was like, ah, come back to finish the job. And he hit Batman in the face with a tire iron. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Oh, fuck. And he's like, I have to raise this child. <laughs> so Batman tracked him back to his place and found out that his mom had died of a uh, disease forever ago. And his dad was a uh, a convict who he they assumed was in jail. Aww. However, it turned out later that he was killed by Two Face. Poor Jason. Oh, that his dad was killed by Two Face. Yeah. Was his dad? What was his dad? He was just a he just, was a, just dude. a he was just yeah. a dude. Okay, just a cr- random criminal. So, random convict. so obviously Jason's like, well, guess what? <laughs> so Batman was like, I'm gonna take you in, and we're gonna do this. And this actually, so in this continuity change, it changed to where instead of taking him in and making him Robin immediately, he takes him in and then they find out later that his mom wasn't actually the mom that he grew up knowing. He had a different mom. Okay. And Batman gets Robin to go and help him. Like Dick Grayson Robin to go and help him find Jason Todd's actual mom. Whoa. And then Jason Todd finds more Robin suits <laughs> at Wayne Manor, puts one on He's and like, goes and joins them. This fits. Yeah. So, so so at some point Jason Todd and uh and the first Robin, Dick, Dick Grayson, Grayson and Dick Grayson are Robin at the same time almost. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah. So, and then they finally find his mom and it's, (laughs) that's a whole complicated thing. Basically his mom is like this scientist that's been embezzling from this company and going through all this other crap. And before she was a part of this company, she was a different company that, um, she, uh, she like had made, done some experiments on teens like young teen girls and one of them had died. And so the Joker starts blackmailing her to be able to, um, like get what he wants from her, get a bunch of medical supplies and stuff. And she says, you know, she says she'll do it. Does it? Well, he reveals himself to be Robin to her and says that Batman can help. And she ends up actually turning on him and going, no, no, here's what, here's what happens is even if you get the Joker off my back, there's still going to be an investigation because of the fact that you guys aren't going to just kill him. You're going to lock him up for the stuff that he's doing and, and they'll find out that I've been embezzling right. and the other stuff and I'll be in trouble anyway. So fuck you. I'm keeping this deal. I'm not your mom anymore. <laughs> and the she looks at the Joker and goes, what do we do with him? And he goes, what I've been wanting to do for a very long time. And that's when the Joker kills him. Kills Jason Todd. Yep. She lets him. Yes. What a bitch so impressively that's so sad here's a big thing something that so joker kills him right he's dead batman catches joker locks him away again superboy has an episode or a a comic at some point where he punches through like the space-time continuums punches through the like matter something like that jesus and the waves from that bring 
Jason Todd back to life, and he claws himself out from below the ground. Fuck yeah. And then he goes to he goes to Batman and or no, sorry, he tries to go to Batman and actually gets found by Talia Al Ghul, uh Ross oh, Al Ghul's whoa, daughter. Whoa. Batman's lover. Oh, what the fuck? Mother what? of Damian Wayne. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so This is crazy. Yeah. She finds him, goes, Oh, <laughs> you can get me to Batman. Let's take you back to the League of Shadows, League of Assassins, and train you. So she oh. trains him. Well, Wait, he's not he completely everything? there because he's yeah. been dead okay. for so yeah, long. Right. That's she throws assumed. him in the Lazarus pit to heal him the rest of the way because he's got like brain damage what's from the Lazarus pit the Lazarus pit is like a it's like a pit that heals all injuries and keeps you alive so like Ra's al Ghul is like thousands Wonderful. of years old because he just lays in the Lazarus pit every day when he's not doing things wow yeah okay so she so wow she puts him in the Lazarus pit heals his brain damage also eh, when you have Hold something up. like that what's up I think I know where this is going kind of you probably do I think I do I think I've You'd seen a clip of it oh man you'll probably yeah. get there um, so basically this heals his brain damage, but when someone who has been dead goes in the Lazarus pit, <laughs> there's a portion of them that just doesn't come back. Right. Right. And they're just kind of, they're kind of fucked up and really easily angered at things. So from there he hunts down Batman. Oh no. Well, kind of hunts down. She kind of takes him to Batman to try and like get him to like to put pressure on Batman to get to Batman. And Jason Todd recognizes that it's Batman and loses his shit. Yeah. Because Batman only locked away the Joker and his dedication to Batman. He wanted to kill him. He, he would have killed the he straight up goes, I would have hunted him down and sent him to the hell that he belongs if he if it had been reversed and he had killed you. <sighs> Yeah, what like a fucking, he was what a pissed fucking, that that happened. What a fucking wound. So when that finally blows over and he decides that he's just going to cause problems for Batman because he can, but also like fight crime and stop drug rings and shit, he straight up at one point, he decapitates every single drug dealer, like every drug head <laughs> in Gotham City. Hell yeah. Turns over the the like distributors' heads to like the head guys and goes, Look, I'm in charge now. You're gonna give me a portion of the profit and you're not gonna sell to kids. Period. Great Otherwise, you end up like this. He's kind of villain. He's kinda of, he's an anti-hero. He really yeah, is. Like there are times where he helps out things and other times where he's just like, I don't give a fuck. I hate Batman because he should have killed the Joker for this. When Talia leaves him in Gotham. She leaves a present behind. What is it? A katana, or like a sword of some sort. Hell yeah. And a red helmet. Nope, don't know what that means. Jason Todd's the Red Hood. I don't know who that is. You don't know who the Red Hood is? I didn't know is? where this was going. Oh my god! <laughs> he doesn't know what the Red Hood is! Oh my god. We're playing Injustice 2 later. Either either later tonight or another day, we're playing Injustice 2, and you're, you're seeing who... Red Hood is so badass. Oh is he? God. That sounds like a That's, crazy reveal, does, though. I felt the weight of that reveal without even knowing who that was so he does the whole decapitation stuff as the red hood gotcha. like that whole yeah. that's red yeah, hood stuff so happens. he basically just sticks around and is like a pain in the ass for batman forever. holy smokes and that is the end of all of that history that i wanted to go through so okay quick question then which 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 robin becomes a miniature joker because i know there is one 
I'm not sure on that one. That one was not. Or is that in, like a TV show original? Maybe. I mean, because uh, there is a clip. I know. Like, there's only four. There's only four uh, Robins that I know about like decently well. Okay. And that's, and one of them like in order of ones that I know the most about. You've got Nightwing, Dick Grayson. Yeah. You've got Jason Todd because I know about Red Hood stuff. Then you've got Damian Wayne. And then Tim Kane. Maybe it's and I know Tim? just a little bit about Tim know. Kane, but I know there's more. Oh, uh, because well, I know for anyone that doesn't know, there is a clip where that I saw. This is I just watch mm-hmm. random DC clips, and it was just like he went like kind of crazy. He's like the Joker sidekick, basically. He's like, ah, I took your Robin, see, ha ha. And then he ends that up is shooting. I remember that he ends up shooting Joker and killing Joker. And he just like laughs and he's crying while he's laughing. And Batman's like, it's okay, man. I almost wonder I if that's part of the Killing Joke series. Maybe. Oh, that, that might be part of the Killing sounds, Joke series. That sounds right. Um, I'm sure one of our friends will know. Oh, another um, fun fact that you probably didn't know about Batman is, did you know that there's actually a DC universe that exists where Batman is actually Bruce Wayne's father and the Joker is his mother? Whoa. Yeah. No, that's weird. Oh, yeah. For anyone, I was trying to. I was gesturing with my finger, trying to connect the dots. <laughs> He's on like what trying he just to do said. air math. Like, yeah, like that meme, like the meme, you know, like the, yeah. all the math meme. Yeah, I was literally doing that for a second. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's a separate universe. Though. Separate universe. Yeah. Okay, that separate makes universe. sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, shoot. That was your whole topic. That was your first topic. That was. We yeah. still got. I a told little you bit it was to long. Go. Like it's a lot of history. That's okay. We still got a bit to go. Um. So. Question, do you want to get into this uh, Ravnica now, or do you want to try and fit one or two of your topics in first? I can go pretty quick okay. with my to- with my topics, because your yours are kind of the big ones for let's, the night. Yeah, let's throw one of yours in there then. So I'll, okay, so... Um, so I know we've got to be getting close to that hour and a half mark. Yeah, I'll skip to my last one, because the second, because the third one is, is yeah. Um... So, uh, Android 12 is in beta right now with a lot of companies. So, you know, you have an, what, what's your phone model? I've got a Galaxy S10 Plus. Yeah, okay. So, you have the One UI, which is like the, um, nobody can see it right now, but it's kind of a clean interface. It's like really smooth. Um, I have dark theme on right now, uh, but the icons are all pretty flat. Well, Google's releasing Android 12 soon. Um, which essentially takes one UI, this current interface that we have that is super responsive and I love, and they kind of, they're going more Apple-y where it, they have kind of an Apple scheme and th- what they want to do, it looked like is they want to make it to where you can fit multiple programs on your phone at the same time, not just like the split screen view, but like you can have your clock here, a YouTube video here, a game here, and like your calendar here Hmm. like all split up on your phone and it's all very kind of cartoony Hmm. looking almost um or like basic paint single colors it sounds a little weird i thought it looked pretty nice if you if you don't know what i'm talking about take a look at android 12 it looks pretty cool my one of the bigger things that i thought was cool was um you can actually so you know how you have chat heads like the facebook chat heads you can actually separate them in 
Android 12, I guess, or at least, or at least that's what they showed on the video. They showed like multiple chat heads. So instead of just having the one and then flipping between them with one text thing, you could have multiple text chats open at the same time to talk to different people. <laughs> I don't know how functional that really is, but I thought that Android 12 was kind of interesting because we haven't had an Android update and they were supposed to announce something last year and they never did. I'm guessing because of Corona, the, the Rona. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought it was kind of exciting because, oh, that's right. And another big uh, aspect of Android 12 is going to be, as soon as I get to it here, is going to be the, um, so they improve security a lot. So you know how, so like right now with our phones, we could probably check, um, like if you bring up an app and it uses your microphone, mm-hmm. it'll give you an option like use while you, while using the app only once or never. Mm-hmm. Well, in Android 12, they're changing it to where it's going to be um, a huge breakdown of the app's permissions and your privacies per app. So, you, so like if you have a, a game or whatever, or like a downloaded game, you click on it, you go to the privacy <coughs> settings, and it has like this wheel that shows you like, okay, so here's what, here's the kind of personal information you're giving, here's the access to the microphone, here's the access to the camera that you didn't know about, and like, and they break yeah. it down in a big old wheel. So I thought that that was cool because of all the things, I didn't think Google would be improving that much on security, but they probably want to give people, you know, a a nice sense of security. If you, I'm sure they've realized how many people are starting to (laughs) use services like ExpressVPN and NordVPN specifically so that they can't, uh, data mine yeah that's what's happening and you know sell that information off which i know a lot of people seem to like they look at that like data mining is like this big evil thing they're stealing your data blah 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 really what they're doing is they're just collecting data to sell like what your demographic is likely interested in yeah mostly it's just advertisement companies mostly which Still kind of not a fan of them collecting that data, but you do, it's not as harmful as it sounds. You do get into the sticky territory, though. A lot of those advertising companies have... Some of them are legit and real, right? And they only use it for advertising, but some of them are also kind of legit and real. But on the side, they have a business where they will sell your information to um, spam sites and whatever, what have you. And that's where your spam comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought that that was cool that they're kind of trying to be, uh, I don't know, more transparent with the security breakdowns. Gonna have to see what it actually looks like. I can't join the beta right now because it's not out for Samsung phones. I don't know why, but it's out for a whole bunch like OnePlus and a bunch of other brands I've never heard of. (laughs) Um, uh, and then the other the other option, which I think is kind of cool, is there instead of so like the notification tray on Android, you have a notification tray you can pull down with your finger, and then if you pull down the top again, you get a bunch of different buttons for settings, yeah. like quick settings. Well, one of those quick settings is like a little icon on the top right, and um, you can just shut off your camera or your microphone for the app, for for any app. Period. Hmm. So if you don't want it, so if you want to use the app, I think this is how it's gonna, it's going to work. Is if you want to use the app. You can grant it permission to use the microphone, but if you don't want it to listen, you can you can tap that button and mute that microphone, and suddenly you can use the app without having your your voice recorded or whatever. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of interesting because Google's not really, I mean, they're big on security, obviously for accounts yeah. and stuff, but when it came when it comes to their their software, 
I just I just didn't expect their move to their focus to be so security oriented. But like you said, I'm sure people are starting to notice. It's also possible that they also recognize how overly encrypted everything that Apple seems to do is and how popular they are for that specifically. There are a lot of people that specifically use Apple because if you lock your phone and you will not give up the passcode, you cannot hack into it. Like literally government entities were trying to get into a suspected terrorist's iPhone and he would not give them their information. Yeah, I remember that. And they wanted a back door put in specifically for them and apple went no nope. we're not they gonna put no. in a back door because then anyone could find that back door like you know how often your guys' stuff gets hacked like no way that's the crazy part for me is if the u.s government can't get into a phone yeah then that's pretty secure so i kind of yeah. i sometimes see the appeal of apple i guess and so yeah so then they yeah they tried to take it to court I don't remember. I, I assume the verdict was that Apple didn't have to do it, but no, it wasn't. Um, yeah, the, the court ruled that I, I believe that because I did keep up with that story is that um, Apple's security and the user's privacy fell under the. It, it was personal security, so we're mm-hmm. entitled to personal security here in the yeah. United States. So that's yeah. So Apple was like, we don't have to because no. <laughs> yeah, it's unconstitutional to to yeah. make a company crack your personal security for that reason. Um, which is interesting because they can do all manner of manner of other things with like your messages and stuff. Like if yeah. you delete your messages, companies reserve the right to restore those messages and give them to law enforcement if required. Yeah. So very weird. Apple is Apple is stringent. Yeah, on, on everybody. They're like they're like we're not just stringent on the people who repair phones and who want to modify their stuff. We're stringent on the law too, <laughs> baby. <on> everything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that yeah. was that was my last topic. I thought it was a okay. cool little tidbit. I'm I'm excited for new Android software. So, your second and last topic of the night. It is finally come. Uh yesterday as of recording time, um the newest edition or the newest uh, addition to the collection of source books for Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition dropped officially i got it um took a while for me to actually be able to access it but once i could got a hold of it went through and again i have five pages of notes for all of this so i'm gonna try to speed through a couple of these to just try and get at it i promise i won't tangent uh basically what they did they only released three new playable races and technically these races are really not something that you want to start the game with they're something that you want your dm to add later Mm. because what happens is is if you so the first one is the vampire race it's uh called dampier spelled d-h-a-m-p-i-r um it's a humanoid uh you got speed of 35 you choose medium or small on the uh the creation or the you know upon onset um and then if you gain it after creation you keep your skill proficiencies and climbing flying or swim speed uh from the previous race but if you do it at creation then you just get proficiency in two skills it doesn't actually or at least from what i was looking at it's possible that it's different in the physical book but from what i was looking at you don't get any increases to your um to your your uh, main stats your strength decks 
Can you be turned into a vampire? Yes. Okay, that's cool. And that's usually the onset for, for that. that is to you become it later, in which case then <laughs> like you lose the um you essentially lose like the racial feats, the racial traits that pop up, but you get to keep any climbing, flying, or swimming speed that was given by your race, and you keep any skill proficiencies that you had from your race. Okay, so it's more of a replacement than like a yeah. hybrid. Yeah. And so after that you gain, if you didn't already before, you gain a dark vision of 60 feet. Uh, you get a deathless nature as a dampier, which just means you don't need to breathe oh, for okay. this one. Um, you gain a spider climb. That's basically you get climb speed equal to your walk. And then once you're third, at least third level, um, that's pretty you good. actually get the ability to move sideways, front ways, upside down, backwards, and your hands stay free. So you could actually climb up onto a ceiling. Hell yeah, that's kind of old school vampire. Yeah, and then just like cast spells and shit from up on the ceiling. So if you, you don't to. flit, I'm guessing. You don't turn into a bat or anything. No. Yeah, so they, they went old school where it's just like they float and do crazy shit. And then you have a bite attack that you can use a uh, number of times equal to your proficiency modifier that you regain Hell every yeah. long, long rest, which is, it's a melee attack. You're considered proficient. It's 1d4 plus your con, and you use your constitution as the modifier f with your proficiency for attack rolls. And then uh, while you're under 50% of your HP, you gain advantage on this attack. And then if you yeah. hit that attack roll, um, you if you're biting a anything that isn't a construct or an undead, you gain either HP equal to the damage that you dealt with the bite, or you gain a bonus to the next uh, skill check or attack that's equal to the damage that you dealt. You gain a bonus to the next skill check or attack. Okay. So wow, like, that's cool. So that's like, let's really just say good. You are having a really hard time getting something, and you manage to bite it. Yeah. You can then, instead of gaining the HP, you can just add whatever damage you did to your next attack roll against this thing. That's good. That's really good. Damn. So that's that's your Dampier uh, race, but definitely clearly made to be a, a race that that occurs later. Yeah, definitely, definitely not made to be that. started as that. Um, the next one was a Hexblood. Uh, it's considered a Fey. Uh, you choose medium or small. This one is actually a creation of a Hag. Essentially, a Hag can turn you into a Hexblood. Um, you have a speed. You get a speed of thirty. You get uh, ancestral legacy, which is the same as the Dampier. Dampier of essentially, you you know, you keep your skill proficiencies from your previous race. It's another and turn your, race. Yeah. It's another you turn into. Okay. Yeah. And so that one's Dark Vision 60. You get this eerie token ability, which as a bonus action, you can remove a lock of hair, a tooth, or a nail from your body without harming yourself at all. And it can gain one of two benefits. You give it to somebody and you can either use an action to send a telepathic message to the holder as long as they're within 10 miles, mm -hmm. that is 25 words or less, or... As an action, you can enter a trance for up to a minute, and as long as they're within 10 miles, you can see and hear as though you are where the token is, 
That's but cool. your current body, like where it actually is, is blind and deaf to that area. So very good, like sneaking and spy operation. Yep. Very and cool. then after you do that, the one time, um, you uh, the token disappears. Okay. Yeah. And then every long rest, you can only use it once per long rest, and every long rest that you take, once you take it, if you did use this eerie token, you um that part of you grows back that you removed got it and then you also have a thing called hex magic which is where you can basically once per long rest you can for free cast disguise self and hex once each but you can also cast it any number of times after that using any spell slot that you have whoa yeah damn that's diver- I mean, that's versatile. It's pretty good. If you want to be sneaky about it, it's pretty good. And you use yeah. your wisdom or your charisma, you choose when you become a Hexblood, as your casting modifier for being a Hexblood. They put some work into these. They put some work. That, honestly, that whole disguise self Hex thing is probably going to get kind of OP in the right setting. <laughs> just, Just my point of view on that one. And then the final one is called a Reborn. Um, basically you're a humanoid who escaped death so you should have died and you didn't you are a humanoid you've got a speed of 30 you choose medium or small ancestral legacy again which is the you know keep the blah 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 uh, keep the skills the uh, flight speed walks or flight speed swim speed climb speed Um, yeah and then deathless nature for this one is you've escaped death so you gain four things which is crazy you get advantage on saves against disease and poison and resistance to poison damage okay already on a good start you get (laughs) advantage on death saving throws yep that's pretty good you don't need to eat drink or breathe <laughs> and you don't need sleep, but to get a long rest, you basically do what would be a trance, except for you're completely conscious the entire time. You just have to like not move or do anything for four hours. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. And then you have an a, just a single ability. This is where they kind of balanced it out. It's like they only gave you one feat. Yeah. And that's called knowledge from a past life. Knowledge, knowledge. F- knowledge from a past life. <laughs> um, and basically, you can add a D6 to any skill check a number of times equal to your proficiency mod per long rest. Wait, you can roll it up to the number equal to your proficiency mod? So if you have a proficiency... You can proficiency- roll it that many times. Yeah, so if you have a proficiency like- of three, you get three chances to roll a D6 to add to your... That's fucking awesome. What? So in a game like mine where it's a lot of, you know, ability checks, it's not really super combat based. It's a That's interesting. That would be really good. Yeah. Whoa. So, Damn. So they really went hard on the uh on the like you turn into this yeah. kind of a thing. That's cool because they didn't really have that before. Did that they? Was, well, that's kind of like part of the whole like dark horror type thing. It's now you've got like these, you know, curses and stuff that you that's can throw cool. in there. So they are playable races, however, they're much better if they're onset later by the DM. Got it, yeah. Um, so they added two new subclasses. Uh, I didn't dive super deep into them, but I am going to list them off at least, and that's the Bard College of Spirits and uh, Warlock 
Pact of the Undead. Or yeah, Pact so with two, the Undead. So two undead uh, yeah, subclasses. Yeah, two kind of or... like death type things. Now, one thing that I thought was really cool was they added in um, some features that you can interchange with other features from uh, backgrounds. So, like, every background gives you a handful of proficiencies and um, a single feature and some random equipment based on, like, what different background there is. These are ones that you can just choose to throw into any background. You can just swap them out. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's which is really cool. So like you just you just get rid of the feature that it had and you throw in this one. So nice. those are inheritor, mist wanderer, spirit medium, trauma survivor, and traveler. I didn't really read into what they were because I kinda I didn't want to spend too much time on those because I did really want to look at the two backgrounds that they released, which actually were just reworks of two other backgrounds, like two backgrounds that already existed. Kind of so. seems like they're they're um they're going with like a more freedom route. Yeah, they're trying to make it a little more option oriented, where you can choose a bunch of other stuff, which is honestly really cool. Yeah, for both the player and the DM. Yeah. So the two backgrounds. This is this is the last little bit that I really have. Sweet. Um, the two backgrounds that they reworked were haunted one and investigator. So I'm going to start with Haunted One, go over that one, because that one changed less than uh, Investigator did. Haunted One was originally in the Curse of Strahd um, books, like okay. book, and it didn't change the proficiencies that you get uh, for choosing it. However, it did change the languages. In the original, in the Curse of Strahd, it was you choose one exotic language from... Uh, or that was either Abyssal, Celestial, Deep Speech, Draconic, Infernal, Primordial, Sylvan, or Undercommon. In um, the new rework, you actually get two languages, but one of them has to be one of those exotic languages. So that's kind of cool. Wow. And then in the equipment, it's the same, but it also added a set of common clothes and a silver sing- a silver piece. Well, Okay. <laughs> Sure, I guess. And then the feature stayed the same. And then you have the harrowing event that's basically like what made your character haunted by whatever memory. So a couple of minor adjustments. I do like the two languages um, just because that's one thing that you can kind of play with with the haunted one is you could very easily kind of like because you're kind of like uh, this is a subclass or it's a background it is a oh yeah okay well yeah i mean don't a lot of like the races and backgrounds have like at least two two languages to speak no No? i could have like a good handful of them that don't give you any like you know common and this a lot of yeah so like some of the bigger like more common common races like um elves speak common elvish um dwarves speak common dwarvish orcs dwarven orcish you know any of them that have their own language that's also learnable they know that and common and then there's a handful of other ones that are specific so like um um have uh they speak primordial Uh, yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't know on that one um which is technically a dialect of sylvan 
Um, but Damn. <laughs> you are a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> you're like you're like I got this shit. Memorized. I'm so into D and D, man. I just I like D and D. Um, but yeah, so like I like that they did the two languages just because of the fact that like it would kind of make sense that you would just kind of. As someone who's haunted by things, you would probably try to escape into different things, and one of those might be learning languages, in which case there's also that thing where, like, as a haunted one, you kind of, like, you're really weird to other people, so you'd probably end up talking to yourself a lot, and it would just add extra flavor if you were having a conversation with yourself in multiple different languages. <laughs> oh man, I would totally do that. Like, like think about it for a second. I if you've totally got one person it. who's like messed up in the head because they're haunted one background and they're literally sitting there like they say something in Elvish and then they respond to it in Orcish and then they respond to that in common and then they respond to that in primordial. I would do that in real <laughs> like, life if uh, I knew multiple languages. Yeah, if, if I was fluent. Yeah. And then the other one, Investigator, um, was another rework. They had already released it in the Sword Coast Adventures Guide. This one got a lot of changes, which was kind of interesting. So they changed. Initially, you just got automatically insight and investigation. Now you choose two from insight, investigation, or perception. Um, so they gave you a little bit of extra leeway there, uh, which perception makes sense. I, I totally agree with that one being an option there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for tools, you didn't get any initially. Uh, beforehand you got no tool proficiencies and now you get disguise kit and thieves tools which really makes sense as an investigator like a lot more picking picking locks to get into doors to like check things out and you're gonna like know how to disguise yourself so you can like sneak into places to get information without them realizing that you're an investigator and not just a passerby kind of thing but they took away language proficiencies so originally you got any two languages of your choice when you chose investigator and now you get none and that i don't agree with because as an investigator you You would would be well versed in handling people you would get one additional language yeah like you would know more than one language at least one right yeah and now you get none yeah yikes so and then for equipment Weird. it was a uniform in the style of your unit and indicative uh, and indicative of your race or rank uh, a horn with which to summon help a set of monocles and a pouch containing 10 gold pieces and they changed it to a magnifying glass evidence from a previous case a trinket from the uh, the trinket uh, table which is actually really cool uh, the gothic trinket table and a uh, set of common clothes and 10 gold pieces. That sounds a lot more, that sounds a lot more appropriate. The first Ooh, yeah. one was very placeholdery and this yeah. one sounds a lot more like, wow, that's really cool. I like the, I like the evidence from a previous case uh, thing. Cause that could work with anything. And then before they had, that's weird. Hmm. So they changed watcher's eye. It was, it showed something different the last time I was looking at it. That's so weird. Um, they updated it. Maybe I was looking at, I might've been looking at the wrong one because it was showing, uh, rolling on the inheritance table. And that was, I was like, what is that? That's not, I think I picked the wrong one. I think I clicked on the wrong one before. 
Oh yeah, I clicked on inheritor accidentally. Oh, whoops. Okay, Inv- it, I still no. have everything right, so it's okay. Um, and Great. then, uh, but they did change. They removed Watcher's Eye, which is you experience in your experience in enforcing the law and dealing with lawbreakers gives you a feel for local laws and criminals. You can easily find the local outpost of the watch or a similar organization and just as easily pick up the dens of criminal activity in a community although you're more likely to be welcome in the former locations than the latter this one is kind of okay for that but also eh, they changed it to official inquiry which is it uh, basically what it does is it helps you get into crime scenes because of your knowledge of uh, documentation and all kinds of other factoids and information as a uh, investigator and it also states that local law enforcement's based on the decision of your dm are going to find you to be either one of their own and okay. like accept you yep. or a complete nuisance which a private investigator absolutely fits that so i honestly think the official inquiry adjustment is much better than the watcher's eye choice these backgrounds are cool. so really the only thing that i don't like about the investigator is the no more language and that's yeah. one thing that i would probably homebrew in my own campaigns and allow them at least one uh language yeah but I otherwise I think the investigator should absolutely have at least one. But, I mean, yeah. these backgrounds are really interesting. Normally, I'm not into the backgrounds as, like, for, for creating my character. Because yeah. I like to make my own or whatever. But, yeah. but well, these are like, interesting. It's kind of one of those, you choose one to kind of half fit, like, the story that you're trying to create. And then you still write your own backstory kind of thing. Like, right. these yeah, are just yeah. kind of like a, it kind of helps for flavor. Like a premise. But then it also gives you some bonuses based on it. So. Right, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the rest of it, the rest of the book was all just, uh, it was like modules for play um, or how to create your own versions of the, like, horror adventures. Stuff like that. I'm <laughs> sorry we didn't um, have enough time to go over all of it. it no, I would have liked pretty it. much it. Like pretty that's much I, what you had? Okay, cool. I mean, I kind of sped through the characters, but I like the uh, I think, playable I think races, we nailed but them I still went well. through everything I that I had. Them. So, and I'm not I'm not even that proficient in D and I understood them. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully most of you guys did as well. But over here with my Danny's like I I am not proficient. I am just rolling a straight D twenty plus the. Uh, plus the modifier uh kevin over here is rolling with expertise and advantage (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, so i don't know everything but i i've done quite a bit of research into everything which you kind of have to do when you're dming a 5e campaign or several 5e campaigns i've done i'm in the process of uh my second full campaign and I've probably done eh, close to a dozen one shots in fifth edition D and D. So I've got a decent amount of experience DMing on top of my playing. So it's, you know, you kind of have to, you, you start to learn things kind of inside and out when yeah, you have I to think, deal with that on a regular basis. I think that's awesome that you can, that you can memorize all of the, all of the information that D&D throws at you. Cause it's a lot. Fucking it's a lot of information. Trap. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you know what else is awesome? We're at time. Look at that. And that's, that's money. That's, that's going to be a wrap for the night. I think, I think, um, right. I, I I got everything out that I wanted to say. Um, if anyone was curious, my last topic was just going to be about Subnautica Below Zero. It came out critical reception is not great. 
Or at least user reception isn't great. You know what I really want to talk about probably next show? Let's do it. What? Glitched. <laughs> you can't, nobody can see it right now, but my face is like, oh baby, because yeah, me too. I, I almost threw it in, but when I went through all of the comic stuff that I had and all of the Ravnica stuff that I had, I was like, I don't have, or Ravenloft, I mean, I was like, I don't have the ability to talk about anything else. Like these two are going to take up a fat chunk of time. <laughs> So, like, I can't talk about it this time, but, yeah, I want to talk about Glitched. I've wanted to pretty much since we started, and I just, I've had other things that are like, ooh, let's talk about that. They're getting close to releasing, so I really want to talk about it. It's a video game, if nobody knows, probably not a lot of people know, it's not that big yet. I mean, it's a pretty pretty successful Kickstarter game, but I I don't know how big the crowd is, but it is a game um, created by In-House Studios. Look it up, take a look at it, we're going to talk about it probably on the next one. I'm pretty sure I don't remember if you you did yeah you plugged my uh, my YouTube channel at I one did, point yeah. when we were talking about well, did uh, you play it this. on there I did and I definitely put part one and two of the original demo yep the one I played on stream the very yeah like the OG demo the demo looks almost nothing like what it is yeah, in that recording now lot. they changed the demo so much since then but the original demo there is two videos part one and two of me playing that and actually I think Danny was with me as like a side commentary when I did it too this was this is what we're talking about when we say commentary is hard when you play a game because neither of us knew what we were doing. Yeah, I had no idea. I kept making like weird references, which is a bunch of like really weird like there's a bunch of really weird pictures that randomly pop up in there when I did the editing that are just essentially <laughs> it's me attempting to make a joke, <laughs> ensure that the audience if they are aware of what it is that I'm referencing can actually make the connection. Cause half the time they hear it, like people, I make a reference and they hear it and they have no idea what I'm talking about until I explain where it came from. And then they remember. So like, there's one point where I like, I reference, uh, forever strong. Uh, not a lot of people have seen it. It's a rugby movie. It's really good. Um, but I I reference like this short scene that's in there where they're like they're on they're in Griggs's van and they're doing like a little like rap thing and one of the guys goes holla at my main man Slick Rick and there was a guy whose name was Slick Rick in the the demo and so I like I, I made the reference and said it the way that he says it when he's doing the rap and so I did put in a picture of the guy who plays that's hilarious actually a, like, I think that's hilarious that's so there's just stuff like that I mean there's one point where I start I start singing uh-oh. There's multiple parts where I start singing. Like, there's one part <laughs> I sing, um, uh, "Be My Escape" by Reliant K. That'd be crazy if you got copyright striked for that. I I didn't. That'd be crazy though if you did. And uh, well, it was all a- acapella. Like I didn't. So. Uh, you'd be surprised, dude. I've seen. And then, I've seen uh, some videos. The other one, I uh, smooth criminal. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's, I, there's there's a handful of random like references and stuff like that. that was most of what I did just to like keep talking because normally when I play video games I get so laser focused on what I'm doing that I forget that I need to talk if I'm recording. So crazy how things change after just a few years because I feel like we were so young when 
when we sat down and talked that but we were only 19 and we're 24 now i think we were something like 19 or 20 we were either 19 or 20 but we're 24 now five years ago it's crazy how quick things change huh well i guess with that being said um it is that time again it makes us sad because this has gone by in a an absolute flash you heard me laughing earlier because it was just it went by so fast then i was just like we don't have enough time for everything um but that's such a good problem to have i think yeah it is um so yeah so i guess uh it's that time guys so take us out yeah all right man well thank you everybody again for listening so much we'll be back again probably next monday everybody stay safe stay happy and of course stay nerdy have a good night